0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to the Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. My good friend Dan McTagg, the president founder of Canadians for Affordable Energy, former Liberal Member of Parliament, 18 years in in Parliament, had very significant roles in the government, but now his role is to advise us about what's going to happen to our fuel costs. And yeah, gasoline is a huge success a huge issue, but Diesel is just as, if not more, of an issue because that affects not only what you drive, but it affects what you buy and how much what you buy costs, and that includes your food. And aviation fuel and uh, fuel to run ships, bunker oil. Uh, We we were told yesterday, uh, Dan, by one of our guests who's an international manufacturer-exporter, he's got got, uh, containers everywhere in the world parked because he can't move them. And instead of four thousand bucks, it's twenty thousand bucks, and he says he's expecting to see, if I have this correctly, shipping costs on the on the ocean to triple and aviation to quadruple.
1: Wow, big. Eh? Well, big, and it's I uh, the inflationary bubble. I, look, this is uh, this was predicted. We, you, and I talked about this not just you know last month, not just last year, but we've been warning this would be the case. Uh, a country that decides that it wants to get out of the business of producing that which the world desperately needs, um, that we fell for the head fake, that the green reset, the great reset, the build back better, the you know, resilient could do without oil and gas. We were kidding ourselves, and we knew that. But uh, the uh, opinion leaders uh, simply wouldn't have anything of that, uh, apart from printing money. As uh, Pierre Polyev has pointed out, uh, we made a strategic error in saying no to oil and gas, uh, and it's the very thing today that uh, that many countries, especially those in Europe, are desperate for. And yet, we have a Prime Minister prancing around the world saying, oh, no, we, we'll do without, we'll do without. This is absolute madness. It's an inability to read the room and read the tea leaves. They got it wrong. They should apologize, drop the carbon tax, and begin the process of uh, building not one, not two, but at least three pipelines to get this country back on its feet.
0: Email from a listener this morning. Roy, I am a semi-truck Owner operator at present fuel prices at present fuel prices it's costing me about $1,700 every time I fuel up on average, and I do that three times a week. If the carbon tax increases and the heavy fuel tax is added to this, it's going to be hard to survive. The company I work for has been raising their fuel surcharges, but I know that they can only get raise or can only raise surcharges so much if they want to keep their customers. It's going to be a hard go for everyone if something doesn't change. My friend Ron Foxcroft told me that his truck Phillips are generally between 1000 to $1,200 now, and Fluke Transport doesn't cover massive distances. But for drivers who do the ultra-long runs with 200, uh, two 150-gallon fuel tanks, mm-hmm. that's that's big, and you and can't expect the drivers to absorb it. The manufacturers and the uh, retailers are not going to absorb it all, and they might be able to absorb some of it, and it's going to come back down to the consumer the user and 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 for the government to not i mean i just it doesn't make any sense to me for them to to just not cut back on the uh, carbon tax at the very least make a foray that is going to resonate with people like jason Kenney's doing scott mullin
1: yeah or as france is doing i mean look it doesn't matter where you go these guys are still living as if it's 2015 2016. Uh, all those aspirational things are nice, except that when it comes to uh, preventing the economy from getting back on its feet and you, you cause it to be stillborn, uh, how are you going to pay down your debt? How are you going to afford the cost of food? Uh, you and know, I have talked about this, and you've had you know, very preeminent people on that subject. Uh, so, Dr. Chalavois, in particular, a friend of yours, uh, and his station all the time. But I, I do worry about the uh, willingness. By some to suppress what is happening to most Canadians, who are now starting to realize this is serious. Uh, this is starting to get to the point where uh, you know it's not about governments being able to come out and provide you money to get you through the pandemic. That hopefully is behind us. We now face the very, very blunt truth that years of neglect, destroying our oil and gas sector, raising the price of everything, is without consequence. And I think a lot of people are now starting to say that's not the case.
0: Yeah, and Dan, it's it's not just about getting a lower uh, number when you fill up your vehicle it's not just about that there are many many other factors uh, at play here and as we've said and as you just talked about what everything that we buy is affected by what happens to the price of 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 fuel of energy it's it's all affected it's 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 a chain i there was something i wanted to mention and it got in one side of my brain and and headed out the (laughs) other but uh, there was some specific point I wanted to make, but it's kind of gone now, but, but it's, it's all tied together and I can for the life of me, understand. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. Here's the point. Some people will say to me and I've seen emails saying, so what's the, what's the difference? I mean, how much of an impact would it be Roy if they lowered the, the carbon tax or they removed the carbon tax? It just makes it easier for you to buy gasoline for that thing you drive. Um, but it's not the case. It's, it's it's not just about the consumer. There's a lot involved here.
1: There is, and you know, beyond ten cents, which will be thirteen cents or twelve point five, within two two and a half weeks, it is also the hand in hand regulations that are making it are that are making it very difficult for Canadian companies to uh, to make headway uh, to be able to compete against uh, other nations. I mean, look, Schneider's a big third largest trucking firm in North America packed up and left they left for a variety of reasons but i have an unfairly good understanding that a lot of it was due to the fact that hey they can pick up uh you know x amount of fuel in new york state do their business in canada and drive right back if that's what they want to do and this is uh, more and more common than we possibly know but i think the other one is the canadian dollar it absolutely is pathetic 127 128 pennies to buy a u.s dollar when oil is over 100 dollars a barrel that's never happened at least in the past 30 to 40 years. We are doing untold damage and discouraging people from coming and in investing. Not just that, the mining, the forestry, the manufacturing, all of the agricultural sectors. Even if you don't like oil and gas, you don't want to talk about it, you got to talk about the other industries because it's the things that make this country tick. And if you're going to destroy them and saddle them with high prices, good luck and, good, uh, and watch out because your country is about to face an economic crisis on a scale we've never seen.
0: All right, so look, one of the things that I hear is, you complain about the price of gasoline in canada look at the good life we have look at how other people in the rest of the world are living and the challenges they face so stop whining recognize that you have it better than anybody else and just go ahead and just spend the extra money and budget for it and get and get around it so my response has been 53 and then i i write 53% of canadians have said they're within $200 and not being able to pay their monthly bills. And I don't press send because I know what I'm going to get in reply. So, Dan, when you hear people say, and I'm sure you have, that we're whining and complaining about something when we still have it better than anybody else, what's
1: your response? We have it better because we have affordable, reliable, clean energy. And not not just talking oil and gas. I'm obviously referring to nuclear and uh Hydroelectric. Uh, We've got it good here because we've invested and because we've 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 taken a very uh, inhospitable climate-type country and made it something that's uh, that's possible. And it happened because of the miracle of hydrocarbons, of oil and gas. And you know, people can tap dance and deny and do whatever they want. Uh, These people are denying reality that is about them. And so, if you think that our prices should be like Europe or perhaps like some places in Asia or countries that are, you know, uh, do not have the kind of richness in, you know, resource richness that we do and that we should somehow, you know, uh, (laughs) uh, harm ourselves to get to those levels just so we want to be trendy and, uh, you know, kind of talk you want to have at, you know, various Tony parties. Good luck with that. Because when you start losing the middle class in this country, you lose your country and yeah, there'll always be some rich people, but that gulf between rich and poor will continue to grow and, uh, it's that kind of chasm that uh, that leads to uh, political instability, and if that's what people are asking for, I'd su- suggest that they become and, and to be very politely become less ignorant and start to you know smell the coffee as to what's actually driving your economy, because it sure isn't electric vehicles, windmills, and uh, expensive solar panels. It is in fact everything that we have is based on. Uh, the uh, access and affordability, uh, and the reliability of uh, oil. We're the only country in the world with such a large asset that's willing to to despoil it and uh, to simply turn our back on it. We do so at our own risk.
0: Well, I can't remember the organization that uh, that came up with this number, but I saw it not so long ago that in fifty years or so, the world is still going to be using uh, something in the neighborhood of a hundred million barrels of oil a day. Yep. That's that's if that's if the. The uh, green energy programs move move ahead at optimal speed and pace. There'll still be this massive requirement and need for for oil. It's not going away, and this yeah. country has the ability to be a an exporter and a supplier, which would help uh, parts of the world that need absolutely need to be able to depend on a reliable partner to provide the energy. And it also would fuel our economy and pay for social programs and the national health program, which is in really dire straits, according to Dr. Catherine Smart, who was on this program earlier today, the president of the Canadian Medical Association. So there's international benefit, and there's national benefit, and there's international
1: need for the oil that we have. Yeah, I mean, contrast with countries that are still. You know, burning coal or dung in order, to, and, and, and people are getting sick. Uh, look, th- this is not a game anymore. And I think Europeans are the first ones who will tell you, including Boris Johnson, saying maybe we, uh, we went about this whole idea of trivializing and attacking energy uh, from the wrong perspective. If nothing else, where we can agree is that Canada should be leading the, the, the charge in terms of access to its hydrocarbons, its oil, its gas. Because the alternative, I think, for every person today that is concerned about geopolitical issues, and they are paramount, has to consider that the energy crisis that we're seeing has given way to a security crisis, and much of that is because the world believes that it can walk away from fossil fuels while allowing the Irans and the Venezuelas and now the Russias of this world to call the shots. I think we, you know, I think we, our heart is in the right place, but our head sure is, sure isn't.
0: What's your prediction about what's going to happen? to the price of energy, uh, first of all, at the wholesale level, and then for the consumer in the next, I don't know, days, weeks, months?
1: What do you see? I think we're going to $150 oil, possibly $180, uh, and it's going to stay there. Uh, And it's going to stay there as long as we continue to have leadership in this country saying uh, we're going to continue to have more higher carbon taxes. By the way, you have another one coming. Uh, We know on April 2nd, on April Fool's Day, Many of the provinces, it's a backstop, two and a half cents a liter. But the same government wants to implement, and it will do so by December, a second carbon tax, the clean fuel standard. But even beyond that, it's not ready to throw in the towel. It just cost you and I several billion dollars to buy a pipeline called the Trans Mountain Expansion that would have otherwise been built by the private sector. The company is going to sue the daylights of the Canadian government, took the you know, the four or $5 billion we gave them, $6 billion, to the United States and built two or three pipelines. It, it is, it, you know, we're not attracting capital in this country. We are bleeding capital, and if anybody thinks that that can be sustainable, economically or otherwise, uh, I think they need a quick crash course in economics. But either way, we're looking at high, sustained, abnormally, uh, you know, painful prices, and it'll it'll make its way throughout the spectrum of the economy. And uh, you know, for many people, I have to say, uh, I feel bad for you, but. A lot of you voted for this, and you knew it was going to happen. You took our words, and you simply trivialized it. You ignored it. Now you're going to pay for it. And there's no other way of explaining it other than that. I hope to goodness we can turn things around quickly. We need three more pipelines, two international waters, to help stabilize the world.
0: If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites.